Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to Legit Bat, another episode. We just keep doing this. I'm Joe. Hey, I'm Jen. Hey, I'm Ben. Okay, I forgot to clue you in on that, that we were going to try that on an intro. That's fine, so. I figured it out. Okay, cool. You catch on quick. I don't even think we have anything to mention before the show, so we'll just introduce our guest, the great Ryan Dean from Dangerous World, and the great and powerful Matt from the Great Deception Podcast. Uh, we've had these motherfuckers on so many times, I can't even count, so... Uh, we, we were going to get Ryan back on, and we talked about it a couple shows ago, and we're like, well, let's get Matt on, too. We haven't all hung out together, well, I guess since Master Debaters, but and if you haven't checked out that show, definitely check that out every Monday on Great Deception's feed, and I think Ryan puts it out, too, right? Yeah, I do it a week later, man. Like, uh, okay. you know, I'll do a little intro up top and uh, post the, the previous week's episode. Very nice, very nice. And uh, Matt, why don't you just start us off by telling everybody where they can find all your shit that you do? What's up, guys? How we doing? Good, buddy. Good, good. Yeah. I, sorry, I've been running around all night. My it was my son's sports are kicking in, so he had jujitsu and baseball tonight, and so I just I'm getting down. I'm getting my bearings, but yeah, you can find me at the Great Deception Podcast on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon. You know, go to my Instagram. That's the easiest spot. There's a link tree. You can find everything. Perfect. And I feel you with the sports. My kids only playing one sport and I can't even hardly make it to any of the games because work and they always do it at the most retarded times too. They're like, how about four on Tuesday? <laughs> like everybody's at work at four on Tuesdays for the most part. Not Ryan, but yeah, most people. Yeah. His jujitsu starts at five. I'm like, and it's 30 minutes away. So it's like, oh. God, it's a, it's, and I got to pick him up at school. I live 15 minutes from a school, so I go pick him up at school, bring him back, which is 15 minutes in the opposite direction, come to my house, get him changed, and then hit the gym. It's, it's like ugh. one of, one of those things where if you were to go straight from the school, you'd be sitting there with your thumb up your butt for a half hour, or or you can go home and barely have enough time to waste the gas to go back and forth. I hate those kind of appointments. Yeah, because if Ben, if I if I go straight there and he's in his gi, he's going to spill something all over his gi, <laughs> and you know it's he's going to get not be able to do his his class. So I'm like, yep. yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's like it makes no sense, but it works. And as crazy as it is, it gets the job done we, in the end. We got really lucky with that because with uh, my job cut down in my industry to eight hours for the first time in a year and a half. Um, and I'm off at two 30 now. And my stepson's uh, karate in his gi is at four as well. And so it ends up being that it's five minutes down the road 
in the same trajectory I take from work, it ends up working out great. But 99% of the time, especially when I have to work late, it's like, I don't know what to do, man. Like, if I got to stay at work, I got to stay at work. It's not like I can, you know, pound it out that fast or anything. It's just, and he'll he'll do the same thing. <laughs> if you put it in him early, oh, fucking, the whole thing looks like he didn't take a shower. You or can wash pound it out faster than, than you're saying, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying <laughs> to laugh at that, but it sounded rough. <laughs> uh, Ryan, before we get going here, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and all the shows you do, because you're doing this full time now, and you do so many goddamn shows every show i turn on i swear to god ryan's on it i'm like dude he is the busiest man in the fine. game right now no nah, you guys are too kind but no I, you know i try to do three shows a week it, i was trying to do the thing where i was doing like five um I, i'm i think i'm settling at three or maybe four uh trying to do like more stuff for the patreon people and stuff like that but you know i don't have any kids like you guys my dogs on the other hand don't do any sports they're a bunch of fucking bums <laughs> here so like they're just sitting around they eat for free they get like free health care over at this house, you know, so it's uh, it's like a nice little socialist world for them. And, you know, it kind of sucks. But Ryan, at the same time, I love these damn animals. Are you doing like longer form chats now or are you keeping it pretty much just like our episodes? Well, so like the, the normal episodes, uh, it's still basically one exclusive episode a week um, where it's like an hour free. And then, you know, whatever goes over an hour, I put on the Patreon and i'm mostly just doing solo stuff um oh, okay it, it's uh it just kind of works better for my show and then i'll do like the news show which is conspiracy underground news team cunt for short cunt. <laughs> yeah and it's a fun one and then i'll release the uh the week later master debaters too well uh, with some and then you got casual ko too buddy casual ko but that's like a separate thing i just like you know when we were doing it on the other like private feed it was only getting a few listeners so i was like let me just put it over here What's yeah, but that about? you uh, you still have to do that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it, it's not like it produces itself, you know. No. That's what I'm saying. That's another show that you do every. It's not it doesn't matter if it's Dangerous World or not. It's another show you're doing. Right, right. Yeah, it's about uh mostly the UFC, but it's like MMA Ooh, shit. Like it's you awesome. know predictions. It's fun, man. We just have a good time with that, and it's like I would love to get that, in on that, dude. Yeah, you're welcome to. It starts late. Actually, it'd be this time of year a little little earlier for you, but you're welcome on, dude. Any of you guys are, man. It's fun. We just talk about bets, and then we talk about like you know the cards that's coming up that week. It's a blast, man. It's what I do to decompress from this crazy shit. What what days do you do it? Because if it's late, the only time I can do it is like a Friday, Thursday night. Okay. Usually, um, we can do. We can we can make some arrangements though. You know, this yeah, dude that my co-host is out in Australia. What's that? If it's UFC or MMA, I'm in. I am constantly watching backwards fights to events that are coming up. Uh, it's a whole different thing than, you know, 16 years ago when I started watching it. Uh, even looking back at the fights that I saw at 16, I, I see them totally different now. Yeah. I, I wouldn't consider myself in any way a student of the game. Right, right. But I really like analyzing it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, I it's, just like it's a blast. People get their faces punched in. That's, <laughs> that's I mean, most. Where, where else can you see that besides San Francisco? But right. dude, so, uh, <laughs> Ryan or Matt, I'll leave it up to you guys. What's something that's been tickling your fancies lately? Anything uh, crazy you've been diving into, Matt, or anything uh, you've figured out, Ryan? Because if you any for the listeners, anybody who wants to find a more information-driven show with people who do research, that would be these two guys' shows, not this show. But that's why we have them <laughs> on, is because they actually do research. So, wait, anything in particular you guys have been looking into lately? Matt, do you have anything? I was just going to go back to my default uh, con uh, conspiracy iceberg. 
Oh, dude, I love that. That's always fun. Yeah, no, I've just been looking into, I'm more on like the, uh, the electric universe side, like a lot of ley lines and um, looking at ancient architecture. And one of the things that you find over and over again is that regardless of the religion, so to speak, there's sacred grounds. And whoever owns that ground at that time just builds on top of the previous. Or what we find is a lot of the Catholic churches back in, you know, way back would take these Druid or, or pagan temples over, just take the relics out, put them in the basement, and then take over the building and claim it as theirs. Now, they could have, you know, demolished it and rebuilt, but there was an edict from the Pope on three separate occasions, not to touch the buildings. You can do whatever you want, destroy the relics, but don't touch the buildings. Leave them where they are. Where is this, Matt? This is across Europe, oh, mainly okay, gotcha. France for the most part. Okay. And and one of the interesting things, there's a book called The Sacred Network by uh, Chris Hardy, and it's all about France and, and ley lines and, and the architecture in France and how the cathedrals... Um, there's certain what they call ley lines, like there's St. Michael's line that has eight different St. Michael's buildings on it. And it stretches from Ireland to Jerusalem. And then there's another line that goes from, you know, like England all the way across the United States down uh, into South America. And, and what you find are these significant structures along these lines. Now, could it just be coincidence or is there some energetic field that they're tapping into in this ground? Well, it's the same with the, the 33rd parallel, right? Isn't there all kinds of buildings that are on that same, that same line? I don't remember which ones they were, but they, well, uh, that's uh, one of them. Yeah. I mean, there's, and, and it's funny because the more you dig into it, you start seeing there's all these and and the one thing that's tough is there's no one con agreed upon set of ley lines, right? So you can't go and say everybody agrees or the majority agrees that this is how the, the ley lines would look. No, nobody really knows. Like some people say it's like a grid pattern that covers the entire realm. Others say that, you know, it's more in an, uh, a north-south pattern. Some say it goes east-west. Some say it's you know stronger near the poles or the equator. Well, how are they coming up with that? Where what's the unit of measure? What are they measuring? That's the other measure? thing. Like, yeah. how do you measure this? Well, there is some uh, magnetism that they can measure. Like when they go, uh, you know those giant heads statues that the they found. Shit? Yeah. Well, Moai. it turns out those things are extremely magnetic. So what they're finding is, is that these rocks, along with where they are, it tends to have a water source, right? And what do we know about water? It's very conductive. So there's usually a water source at the base. Then there's some sort of rock structure or cavern. And then there's some sort of building. And, and, and so it almost forms like a funnel. So from the ground, it's saying the energy is coming from the ground, hit, going to the water. From the water, it's going to these rock. Now, the older buildings, they were, had a lot of what's called piezoelectric energy in them because they were made of a, a quartz, a silica-based concrete. 
So that was highly conductive and energetic. So they're saying that this energy is coming through the ground, going up into these structures. And then what's usually on the top of these structures, some sort of spire. And that would send it then to the, to the realm. And it would form almost like a toroidal pattern, right? Like, so you have the, the tower in the, the middle, the donut shape energy just comes and loops around. And then you have right. all these looping circuits along these lines. So it's interesting. You know, well, I, does, I don't uh, know if I buy into the whole ley line or or how I buy into it. Now, what I do believe in is I definitely believe there's some sort of electromagnetic field that we are in because everything seems to be based on energy. Yeah. And like you were saying, mainly electricity. I've, there's so many people now that are on the electric universe train that are just uh, they're like they think electricity is really the only force in nature. Or, you know, one of the only ones and that gravity is based on some kind of electromagnet electromagnetism. I can't even say that word. But weren't the uh, Easter Island statues, weren't they huge too? Like they dug them out and they were actually have full bodies and shit. Yeah. Well, those are just the heads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like, go ahead. It's like a third of the actual size. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah. Where do you sit on the, on the grid? Like on the uh, ley line grid? Do you think that it's like, because I've seen the triangular one. And that one seems kind of like legit to me. There's a lot of like the the main lines uh, that are thicker, like more basic ones. And then there's other ones that kind of shoot off that. And I heard that if you take like a cube, uh, a five sided kind of dice sort of thing, and then a six sided, a seven sided and an eight sided, and you put those all together, that's all the ley lines in the world right there. It could be. I, I would, I think in the end, it has some ge sacred geometric pattern, right? In the end, because everything else does, everything else is fractal in this universe. Why wouldn't the grid be fractal? But looking at it, it it's tough because I don't know what to think at a base level, right? Is it, is there one model that I, I tend to agree with? Not in general i don't think there's one that is spot on i think mm -hmm. all of them because it depends are we looking at a a globe so are we looking at a sphere or are we looking at a plane that would impact the way i mean it's not going to impact the shape of the of the lines because lines are going to run you know that way i think they run like a battery right you're going to have two poles and that's what we have north and south pole right and i think they run in that direction now do they also run east west i think it's possible i haven't i haven't really dug into the and i see that's my my weakness is i'm not a, a physics a science guy so when i look at this stuff i'm looking at it more of a, a on the uh geography side of it you well, gotta trust the science though well that's why i go to people like dave zed who's an absolute yeah. genius and he takes the science of it and just blows my mind and Dude, makes i don't me... even understand what the fuck he's talking about half the time i know but it's beautiful talk to him, <laughs> but every time i listen to a show i'm like i feel retarded right now because i have no idea what those set last seven words were but he seems to know what they are so i'm just like oh you know, don't <laughs> what do you think oh. about like uh stuff like the bermuda triangle Oh, Ben, did I cut you off? Are you going to say something right there? It's fine. It's past. 
Oh, all right. Because uh, my kid's <laughs> super interested in the Bermuda Triangle. It's something I haven't thought about in a long time because it's just it seems like one of those fluke things. Do you think that could be some kind of convergence of these ley lines or some other kind of magnetic anomaly that just sucks things in? Yeah, I mean, there's there's another theory out there called the 12 vial vortices. Yeah. And what it is, is 12 points on the earth where these supposed ley lines meet and the convergence is the strongest. Now, if you look at it, it's basically uh, 10 lines that go uh, basically parallel with the equator, right? And then there's two, one at North and South Pole. And that's where the vortices are. Now, one of them happens to be right in the Bermuda Triangle. Another one happens to be, um, what's it called? Uh, Devil's... Shit. I can't remember now. But Where's it at? Uh, let me pull up the map. I was wondering if you're saying like Devil's Peak, like the Yatlov Pass. Yes. It's the, it's, yeah, it's the famous, I can't remember the name of it. That's another interesting thing is all these places that are kind of anomalistic always have devils or death or something like that in the name. Like, well, well a lot of that those... is to keep people away from it, right? It's yeah. to use that inversion to say, oh, you're going to die if you go here. So stay away. When in reality, it's a powerful place and they're going to keep it for themselves. There's that spot there in um in the Finger Lakes that Hunter Biden has tattooed on his back that little location there called Lucifer Falls and that's like a super weird spot in New York. Huh. Well, we can trust that cuz Hunter's super normal. So we I mean, he's he, the smartest guy out there too, yeah. you know, like uh smartest so, yeah. guy but Joe knows, yeah. Right. So yeah, it's just strange when they when they throw those out there devil staircase and all those places. Hey Joe, can I share? Uh, yeah, I think I have it set. Yeah, I think so. Do I have to go to advanced? No. All participants. Okay, yeah, there you go. So this is, these red dots are the tw are the 10 here. So you see right there is one where the Bermuda Triangle would be. It'd be in this, in the area right there off the Florida coast. You're looking at one in eastern, northeastern Africa or northwestern Africa, down in South Africa, uh, just east of India or west of India, and then out in the Indian Ocean. You're looking at the Pacific Ocean has a couple, and then obviously you'd have the uh, remaining two would be at North and South Pole. Well, that's a We're cool map because it does look like sacred geometry type of shit. But again, yep. how are they? Every time I see one of these, like what we talked about a little earlier, is how how are they coming up with this? Like, what is their what's their uh, fucking formula for making all this? Yeah, and 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 this guy he started with these twelve points. He worked off the equator, right? And that's what some of this is. This is math based off of the equator, and then they take certain. Uh, you know, formulas or whatever, and then they're going to draw lines and that's going to get them to the next point. Dude, what so, do you think of the pentagram of blood? Have you seen that? Pentagram of blood? Have you seen that you thing? That? No. Let me see if I can find a picture. I'm intrigued. It's it's a lot like that, and there's some all around the world. So what do you what do you guys think about the idea of of electric universe and stuff like that? I mean, from a scientific standpoint, I'm with you, Joe. It's way over my head, but I, I'm intrigued to hear what people think of the idea. 
Well, I know what I think. Ben, what do you think about that? Is this the first time you, we've talked about the electric universe idea? Or are you familiar with that from all of our crazy ramblings? I mean, the first thing that I was even introduced for it, since I do have uh, a small electric background, uh, was the <clears throat> documentary about all of these buildings that you end up seeing that are, you know, hundreds or thousands of years old that typically it looks like there's the honeycomb pattern inside the dome. It's got a spire typically next to it. You have a gazebo or something like that that is speculated to hold some form of capacitor or battery. Um, the idea that harmonics inside of those domes, as well as them usually very, very normally uh, next to water, uh, for the same conductivity idea is the idea that that grid pattern, whether it be ley lines or a uh, just a more gridded out area that they, you know, in essence, stepped off um, in between cities and uh, countries and whatnot. The star forts came into this as well. Um, the idea that they made perfect symmetry without having the bird's eye view back when they were supposedly built all of this idea that it was all electrically charged and connected. It's not the first time that I've heard about it. Um, when you were mentioning the uh, donut shaped uh, pattern that spires in your North and South poles and how it goes out. Well, the same thing has been said for anti-gravity craft that have the same thing going around the craft, because what you're doing is you're bending as it goes, you're bending gravity around it, which, also does time. So those two things go hand in hand. The other idea is that you're talking about micro and macro scale. If you take small buildings or things that have any kind of conductivity of north and south, and you have that donut pattern of both resistance and draw, then you take it up to a craft level, same thing, then take it up to a, a globe level. If you are Healy, whatever that term is, um, with the North and South Pole, it, it definitely <laughs> would describe if it was a globe and you have a North and South Pole creating that donut shape, which is both gravity and anti-gravity, that would explain the same way that a craft can bend gravity to go through our atmosphere. It would explain if the Earth is doing that on a macro scale, how it's bending to be gravity to be able to go through uh, outer space without it, you know, at a crazy speed. The same way that you have a craft that can do it in our atmosphere, our world could be doing it in the larger sense. Um, if that's the case, it's literally generating its own electricity because when you have that travel, you're also still talking about it generating its own power because of the centrifugal force that is going into it. So I, I think that that's a really interesting idea. I mean, everything seems to be electrically charged. Um, Everything has some kind of conductivity. It's why when you drag your feet, even with rubber shoes inside of a house, you can shock another person is because you've built up that static electricity and it does not take very much. So the idea that these are passing through or that they found places where it was a lot more abundant would make sense. I believe the uh, Stonehenge is kind of the same idea. Uh, they found great, great fields of magnetism around Stonehenge and in the center of it. I think it's an interesting idea, but I also think that along with how the pyramids were built uh, and a bunch of other things, we lost or were purposely not told how these things were done, how they were uh, 
how they were made and how they were supposed to be carried down the you know the the withholding of truth uh, the destruction of truth, whether you want to look at the Dead Sea Scroll, we didn't find the Dead Sea Scrolls until 1947, which is ironically at the same time that Roswell happened and everything that happened after World War II. So I think that the whole electrical field, uh, plane, realm, world, whatever you want to call it, I think it's an interesting idea. But I don't think that even if we got to a definitive answers on the ley lines and how that works, I don't think we would ever be told the truth anyway. There was a huge wave of UFOs in 1947 too, like a massive <laughs> yeah. wave of from 1947 of to 1952. Uh, there seemed to just be nothing but, including the, them fucking up, like with the Roswell crash, and in originally showing the uh, you know tinfoil that goes back to its shape, and, and then and saying, who was on the run in the late 40s? Fucking Hitler. Yeah, right. It was it was Argentina, Nazis, baby. Right. So what <laughs> was it them? You know trying to scare the shit out of us or what oh well probably that's kind of what they thrive on is scaring the shit out of us no matter you know how they do it this so is what you're talking about uh, for people on audio ryan's pulling up a, a diagram of the pentagram of blood so if the, you yeah so this is the blood. american version there's also a now, european version right right before we go into this here, here's my one issue with any of these diagrams right. and these ley line things look at the size of the line okay right right Think about how many miles wide that line is in real life, right? Even a pencil line on a map is going to be miles wide. It's not like we're talking about these thin little, you know, and that's that's one of the things people lose. Uh, what's it called? Re the relation uh, to it. And when they look at these maps, like, oh, this is for sure. But then you look at the size of the star and the size of the line. Like these things could be off by hundreds of miles. Right. Well, that's the thing too. Like, uh, you know, if we're finding patterns as like, you know, fans of conspiracies and stuff, you got to have a little fun. And this stuff. Oh no, is, absolutely. But it's the people who run with this shit as like fact, like, like oh, gospel. This, this well, hey, so, dude. And it's like, guys, you. take a step back. Hold on. There's a I couple of flaws in this. I reached out to this dude, and he's a weird guy. Um, very, very Dollar. interesting character. And, uh, you know, we, I, I didn't end up, you know, uh, talking with him much, but you know, this is a, this is a book that is, uh, you know, he based it around this. And then I think he did a sequel, which is the European one, which I'll show you, but it is interesting. And when you're looking because at it's the not lines, even a real pentagram, like, right. Right, it's the circles all and stuff, long and cockeyed and shit, and like well, it's not going to be a hundred percent symmetrical, but just the odds that it's like, you know, it's like this. And when you look at it. Um, it looks like they're trying to say that Columbine's here in Utah, which, you know, the red yeah. goes off of the, the red line. That's why like the, um, the black letters are over the red lines, I guess. So that well, you that's can why them. look how big those fucking dots are. Right. And right. Those stars. It's like, dude, the star, that one star is as big as Louisiana itself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. wait, Ryan, I got a question for you. What is the significance? Cause I don't, it, it, no offense, but just based on the five cities that connect the star points it kind of looks like they pulled some cities out of a hat that could make the pentagram right. did they give did they give any kind of listing or explanation as to why those cities well uh, well no i guess you ben, know they're taking these things like it's uh you know this canadian name of this city which supposedly means evil which i looked that up it doesn't really mean evil um right yeah, right like that one ley line there that you see on the right hand side of the map that goes from saint john's down through mexico city that's right. the line i was talking about before 
that goes all the way through London. Okay. And that's so, that, I mean, that, so that may be one of the lines he's, uh, you know, he started off that is considered a legitimate ley line or, you know, as legitimate as they get. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like, obviously there's, there, I don't think that this is gospel here, but it is interesting. And then when you look at the, uh, European one, can you still see this one? Yep. Okay. So this is the European version of it. So again, you know, just it, it's one of those things where you can kind of like let your your mind like look into it and bulge uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one there. My bad. Um, yeah, there's some interesting <laughs> ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never heard of that, but um, yeah, it's just it's kind of interesting, yeah. right? Like just well, just the idea. Like Matt was saying though, that I love looking into this kind of stuff, but the people that run with it and think this is my life's mission now, it's like, and, and we've said it a bajillion times, like the people that are too sure of themselves, I run the other direction because I'm yeah. like, yeah. And like Matt, even when he came on talking about Star Forts and all this shit I've never heard of and the world's fairs and stuff that were weirdly left out of school. He's just showing us what he found. He's not like, this is exactly what it is. This is God's honest truth. Like I'm living my whole life based on this. If he was like that, Matt would Matt and I would not be friends anymore, but he's not. So it's great. Yeah. yeah all, no one knows. I got answers, man. That's, that's part of the problem with my podcast is, and actually I had some guy on YouTube, write Like a, a, a comment on one of my videos that I never answer the question at hand. And I'm like, Dude, you stupid fuck. I'm like, that's I don't have the answers. I'm like, oh, if oh. I had the answers, I'd I'd ha probably have a better show, but there's the answers aren't here. Well, no, if you we all had the answers, we wouldn't be doing shows because we'd be living on another dimension or something. Like yeah. we don't have the answers. We're still stuck here. Ben, sorry, go ahead. What's funny about the people that dedicate their whole lives of beating their big dumb faces into the same rock is that unfortunately. And I don't I don't usually begrudge people that do that or claim that it's law because if go for it, my parents claim that Christianity is is law and go for it if that's what you want to do. But my thing is, is that it's the sacrifices of those people that bash their head against that same rock that eventually end up getting looked back. On. I mean, Plato, Socrates, they were all looked at as fucking bananas. And then later on, we're looking back at it and we're like, God damn, they were fucking right. At least in some aspects, you, you might have to eat the meat and spit out the bones. But even the crazies that they end up going off the deep end and they're trying to figure all the shit out to match their new paradigm. A lot of times they end up making discoveries that you go, well, hold on a second. I don't think that their narrative is correct, but this is correct. And that puzzle piece actually belongs in this puzzle. And I go for it. <laughs> I don't think I could ever be that latched on. Uh, even to my own ideas and dots that I've connected is I'm like, yeah, I'm probably fucking wrong. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, we probably yeah. all are at some extent, but I mean, this is why I love people that actually look into this stuff. And I had this actually, you know, kind of a, somebody called me argumentative when we had Dr. Joseph Farrell on because I was you questioning knew. his research. No, I was, and it wasn't even argumentative. He was I like, <laughs> well, I know, I know this, this, and this because I've done this much research. He's a great dude, great researcher, but I'm like, dude, how can you, so you're, you're trusting the research you've done based on documents that you don't know their authenticity or that, you know, you don't know if these are true either. We can look at all the documents we want all day. Like when people pull up, uh, 
one of the the FOIA requests or like you know CIA docs. You're like, ah, oh, we have the CIA document right here. It's like, well, now you're trusting them because you have uh, an internal memo. Like, I still don't trust them. So who knows? Well, that's that's the thing. You know, you go out there and you can pull these documents off the internet. But who knows if they're actually legitimate or not? I mean, even some of the old books that I read, I'm reading these things and I'm like, fuck, did somebody just make this as a ruse and put this out on the archives as like a book from the 1800s? Because it sounds like bullshit. But on the other hand, you look at some of the crazy shit that people wrote. It's like, OK, it could be ra- it, it could make sense. But you you have to be careful because some of the I think and now I think it's getting even worse with pictures. With the new AI art, I think so many people are getting duped and and running with these fake pictures that, listen, guys, if you've never seen a picture before, there's probably a reason. It probably mm. didn't exist until recently. So well, yeah, it's, it's like that, that website, that website that this person doesn't exist. Like that is creepy as fuck. And we've been talking about kind of AI shit a lot. I'm sure everybody has, but that's kind of a great segue into that because I don't think we're going to be able to believe literally anything for real in like six months to a year. It's getting that good where they're they're matching not only the the AI thought patterns with like chat GPT, but they're also combining it with fake voices. And what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. That's a big video, and they're putting them all together, and they're... I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard this yet, but I fucked around with it a little bit. Welcome to Legit Bat Podcast. This is Joe Rogan, and I'll be guest hosting on today's episode. That sounds, for all intents and purposes, like him. And if you're not so, analyzing it... Yeah, he was like, yeah, just was talking crazy. about that on his podcast. I was just going to say that, yep. And yeah, and he's like... And 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 I, you can tell, like right there, and he was spot on. Other than the inflection, you Which can't getting tell better at. these deep fakes because... Like, and, and it's, it's funny. Cause I was just going to share this real quick with you. Cause I found this article today about the U S military plans to use deep fakes and take over appliances for propaganda. Okay. If you're seeing this real quick, if you're seeing this kind of a thing, that means they've already been doing it probably exactly. for a long time. Well, well, That's what I was going to say. If it made the it to the news, this? we've already been subject to this. So think about that. How much shit have you seen that isn't real? How many people Probably have you listened to or seen on a television or behind a screen that aren't real? Well, if Dave Zed is to believe in clones, AI robots and everything else inhabiting meat suits is already a thing. You're you're talking about every sensory idea that you have potentially being fake. It will literally be whether you're watching it on TV, which we already all don't believe, but whether it be voice, text, sight, uh yeah, it doesn't matter. At this point, it's not it's not very far away if it isn't already where it doesn't matter if the people who are in front of you or the people you see on the screen with the way that they can do CGI now, you're not going to be able to believe a fucking thing in front of your face. Like we've always agreed what you see now, like when we get off of here and we go out to the living room and we're spending time with our families or what the fuck ever or, you know, Ryan and his dogs, those are real. And, you know, those I can I can feel this. I scratch it. I get a reaction. And it's like 
but for how much longer? Because no, it, I could see that I going mean, away. If reality is just electrical impulses interpreted by the brain, then we are in, what does that sound like? A de facto matrix. Mm. That means uh, I don't even trust yeah. my own eyes anymore. And that could well, be because what can they too. do, Joe? They can, they can adjust frequencies that can impact our uh, behaviors. So mm. we're at the, we're, we're at the mercy of it in a sense, right? We're like these things going around and, they if they want to zap us with these waves there's really nothing we can do to block it and they've been and, doing you know, it for a long time too dude like that there's that uh lavender town syndrome from the pokemon games in japan where kids were like fucking killing themselves when they would hear this tone in, in the old school game boys so like that's back in like the early 2000s late 90s maybe even like mid to early 90s right so there's that. all kinds of things like that and then also one thing i wanted to say earlier was that they're commercializing this AI technology so quickly because millions and millions of people are feeding the algorithms by typing shit in and then tweaking it a little bit. And it's so fun and it's so new. And we're actually like kind of helping speed up the process of this perfection of the commercialization of that shit. So That's it's it's I interesting. Said, I, I think we have maybe six months before we just can't believe anything. I would normally say, oh, you know, 10 years or yeah, yeah. Maybe five years, but at this point, with the rate that it's been rolled out just in the last like three months, I'm kind of scared to see what the next six months is going to look like. Because yeah, it's yeah, almost like you know, even, like you like, say, oh, go ahead, Jen. I was just going to say they put it out and say, look how fun this is. Check it out. Like right. you were saying, Ryan, they're helping us speed it up. Joe and I were messing around with, I don't know, it was something with Chat GPT or something the other day, and we thought it was so funny. We were making Kamala Harris and Donald Trump say silly shit and talking into it, and then oh, that was Eleven Labs, the fake voice thing. Yeah, yeah. It's still, it's all the same. They're just trying to, well, and they have that face filter now. Yeah, the new one that just came out that's ridiculous. I mean, that thing is scary good. Is that the Chinese to, monkey? It, no, I mean it's going to take catfishing <laughs> to a whole new level because it used to be that if you got if you put on a uh, a filter. But you went like this, the makeup lips would go over your hand, and now it doesn't. It's seamless. Your movement, that means that you could do a video call from some dumb bitch that you met online, and now when you video chatter to authenticate, still may not be authentic authenticated because these filters don't just do makeup. They can literally take weight off and it not be like the old, like uh, what you would see where people would put up their profile pictures to make themselves skinny, but you saw the warp behind them of yep. trying to try yeah, to make that happen phone yeah. way the fuck up here to, or the angles yes of so the, you know yeah. all you can see is their tits without seeing the matching gut underneath of it um, well and and then like we've all seen that tiktok lady that's like the toothless lady <laughs> and when she puts mm -hmm. on all the makeup and shit she's like Dude, a dime real that can't be oh. real is it yeah oh yeah there's, there's a, lot there's of there's a bunch of them like that and you can yep. watch it slowed down where it's not a time lapse like it's step by step it's I they fucking bizarre. Just put an actual chick in there and just hired some bum off the street. <laughs> that is creepy as shit. First yeah, time I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is a joke. There's no fucking way. And then I was like, mm, I can see that actually. No, that expensive makeup can do crazy things, it seems like. Yeah, man. and fake teeth that you pop into your mouth and stick in a glass to defunk at the end of the day, those exist and have for a long time. It's fucking gnarly. Oh, not knowing. <laughs> she's got her teeth out and she's just fucking. <laughs> She's like, hi, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh. funny what you're saying, though, Ben. Like the uh, the background's like warped behind the skinny belly. Like the TV yeah, looks yeah. like an hourglass <laughs> too. It's all fucked up. That's and they're funny. like, they're like standing like this. And you know that if you reverse it, it's like this. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can man. find whole lists of that shit on like Ranker, one of those dumb, you know, uh, Daily Mail or whatever. There's whole lists of people that embarrass themselves on the internet. It is great fun because it's like you're so. I don't even want to call you stupid. You're just clueless. Like the the classic one of the chick with the sunglasses on and she's like selfie with the duck lips and she's like, oh my God, traffic. And you can see in her sunglasses that there's literally no one ahead of her on the road. It's like, what are people <laughs> doing? What, why would you even do that? Why would it's you just even, well, say that? Joe, people need to create problems for themselves. Drama. Got to create drama. Right. Because they don't somebody's... have anything going on in their lives. Well, no. And those kind of people. Of others. Yeah. Those kind of people, their friends are the kinds that know that they're lying, but still get on there and say, oh, my God, totes. It's like, go fuck yourself. None of you, you guys are wasting space. But, Joe, what, were you, what you said about, you know, six months from now. Uh, yeah. I mean, with all of this stuff that's kind of coming about, uh, regardless of industry, Elon Musk's industry, regardless of what you think of him, uh, our elections, regardless of what you think of that, I th the Ukraine war. Uh, everything that's going on is I go, yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think that it's a coincidence that all of these AI programs are coming out now because we're going to be, we're halfway through one presidential election. What do you think that's going to look like in 2024 for the next presidential election? What if Biden ends up going and having a surgery or you know really dies and then all of a sudden he emerges from the surgery like a an all put together human it's like oh look at it's a miracle he can talk straight he can walk upstairs finally the jim carrey mask i mean yeah. that's happened i think four or five times already if you look at the different pictures of the guy you know what i mean oh Dude, yeah can, yeah, we, can somebody please give that guy some rubber shoes this motherfucker how many times do you got to fall up the stairs no, before they slipperier they... shoes so that he doesn't get back up Oh. Dude, I'm always trying to figure that out. Like, it's such a such a cartoon to watch him. I'm trying to figure out if that's actually organic, and he really just is a senile old man that they're propping up like weekend at Bernie's. So, oh like, yes, they're letting him go. Or, they're letting him have the time of purpose. his life. Like, or is I do it on think purpose? that there's pokey in the eye, you know. Yeah, I think that it's that. I think it's the latter there because, like, you can't put on your pants backward by yourself, right? It takes somebody to zip up that zipper and button the button and lace the belt backwards too and the dude there's literally pictures of the guy walking around with fucking pants on backwards so yeah i, I think that you're on to something there with it's like it's just sped up it's it's meant to make it look totally crazy and what do the people that hate him do we just make fun of him you know what i mean it's well, not like we're seriously thing, calling like, for impeachment it's who, just making who's fun it poking who's it poking in the eye though the people like us that are looking at it and being like this is a fucking cartoon or the people that still after seeing all this i guess they don't really see it but the people that voted for him and support him all this shit like everything we talk about with fucking biden and they still are like yeah it's better than trump you know like yeah those people are so far that? gone that but it's see, like that's that's i think that's why they gave us trump was that no matter who they threw it at us afterwards they could always say it's better than Trump. You know, it's better than Hitler. It's 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 always better than that guy, you know, and and it doesn't matter how bad he is or what he I mean, he shit his pants in front of the Pope, for Christ's sake. I mean, how much worse does it get? And he called him a black baseball player. Remember that? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, yeah it's a, dude, you know, everyone's complaining about it, too. I went to uh, to uh, a smoke shop today uh speaking of the dogs one from broke the bong today so that was a big issue oh you know it happens it happens 
and i went in there and even like the the fucking hippie dude that you know if he cares about politics whatsoever he's on the liberal side and he's sure. bitching about biden you know what i mean and now yeah i am in arizona i'm in tucson which is kind of more of a liberal uh city inside of a traditionally red state supposedly we're blue this year i don't really or this cycle don't what really does believe that, that mean but... though anymore i mean blue yeah. blue is now pro-war like right it's like what what is the what do those colors mean anymore because now they've like switched Matt, well, yeah, and they nothing. switched before then too. exactly right? yeah like i i don't buy this whole bullshit about blue and red it's just i'm speaking about the indoctrination like the people that oh. like the hippies somehow for the longest time have been like siding with academia which is wild in its own right yeah. like that's been kind yeah. of an interesting thing and then it's like the people on the fringes of society and the people that you know try and like grow their own food and like the second amendment and don't get offended if you say fag or whatever then you're you're on the on the red i, I would still consider that to be red people right versus these blue people that are like don't offend anybody there's you know refer to anybody by their proper pronouns and all this shit um those people still seem to be i think democrat right I, it, it seems but yeah which i don't know that's just what like i was the, observing the classic liberal was also the one that 30 40 years ago were the ones into organic food and growing their own food and having chickens and all this hippie shit and anti-pharmaceutical you know right. like they, now they, it's, they're it's they totally it's, flipped the last five years it flipped with trump yeah yeah it did it well and the worst part is is that i mean you don't know and i think that that's partly but i think that's a huge part of the design is that you don't know anymore when somebody says what what they are politically what that means it used to be that if you said i'm a conservative republican everybody kind of knew exactly what you were voting on what what your stance was i'm a liberal you know democrat people now you see a hell of a lot more without them labeling themselves as such. You see a lot more liberal conservatives or uh, liberal Republicans and conservative liberals. There's old school liberals that were considered bleeding heart liberals that now are considered conservative. Like they oh, changed right. their views. Like, really? You're going to tell me that old wrinkly balls decided in the last 10 years he was going to change his stance after 60 years or not? No, well, it's that the, both the sides up. got fucking weird. That's the skewed logic from the progressives, though, is that anything that's to the right of being an extreme progressive is right all right now. That's right. You'd be so far to the left that you're, uh, I don't know, doing BLM protests. But if you don't respect somebody's pronouns, you are now alt right and a Trump supporter. That, that's the weirdest shit ever. I'm like, like we've said a million times, there's like a 90 percent in the middle of these two extremes that don't buy into any of that shit. But if well, you, and if Joe, you the problem that, is you're automatically you, you paying. Can, you can just disagree on one thing yeah. and you're out of their club. Like JK right? Rowling, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you say the wrong thing once and you are the devil. You are the pariah that, of society. That was so bizarre to me when they started labeling her as that. Because I remember when the Harry Potter books came out, and my parents as Baptists were like, yeah, it's, it's demonic. Craft, it's the demonic. Devil, the devil. It's, it's and she was, uh, she was all about women's uh, right to choose. Well, I think she's Things gay, that isn't were, she? Yeah. And that's the thing is that she was like stereotypical at the top of the pyramid when you considered yourself a bleeding heart liberal for the 90s. Uh, and, and now and now mad. they're call now they're calling her all kinds of stuff. But they did the, well, same, it's the thing. same thing with Jimmy Dore, Ben. 
the same thing they did to him. I mean, he's a liberal at heart or an old school liberal, and right. now they consider him a, a Republican. He's an a conservative. old white racist. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's what? fucking bananas. They did the same thing to Graham Hancock. He came out with Ancient Apocalypse, which regardless of what you think about it, I fucking applaud Netflix for putting that on because Graham Hancock has literally been bashing his head against this wall for the last 30, 40 years, and he's finally getting some attention on it, whether or not you believe it or not. The second it came out, people started calling him racist, which is hilarious. It's it's fucking bananas. It's like, what about an ancient apocalypse has anything to do with race? He's countering academia, and that's what the progressives love. Is there? Uh, By the way, his wife is brown. Right. Yeah, that got brought up. Yeah. I mean, just we could throw that out there. But he's it a racist. Matter. You can still be racist, even if you. Uh, dude, there's black scary. people that are that are white supremacists. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah, dude, what remember kind of world that we live in? There was that dude. I forget his name. The black guy that was running for governor of California. You remember his name? Black guy, California governor. No, was he a there Republican? Was a, remember. He was Republican. There oh, was the a guy that got the that. eggs thrown at him. By a fat white lady who yeah. called him a white supremacist. Oh, that's right. I that's remember, right. I remember, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, it's I, just, he was so shocked. He's all, I'm black. And she was, <laughs> she, she, it, it's like it didn't, it's like it, it, it fucking, it didn't do anything. It's it like, wasn't as soon like, as he said I that, identify. Like, He's like, I am visibly black. Like, look at me. Well, this isn't surgery. There's a guy that works with the, uh, it's a uh, Charlie Kirk's organization who I'm not that big of a fan of or, or at yeah, all. He's funded by the fucking uh, yeah. the Koch brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he started young America's foundation, which is the organization that puts conservative speakers in colleges. Uh, people like Ben Shapiro. Well, part of that organization was Colonel Alan West, a black gentleman who is amazing. And he's also a history buff or expert. And I can't remember which one, but he went into a school campus And this non-white female walked up to the mic and said, first of all, um, I have one question. She had such an attitude from the minute she got up there. Do you identify as black? The whole crowd started laughing. He goes, he goes to answer. She keeps talking. He goes, "Uh, I will. She cuts him off. I would like to finish my question, please. And he goes, (laughs) I'm trying to answer your first one. Yeah, I'm black. And I'm like, do you identify? Is are we seriously doing this? Are we identifying as other skin colors? Like Dude, so the the best thing about all this though is that it's got so fucking crazy that it's not going to last that long. People are starting to see through this. I hope. Yeah. And it it is starting to swing where people are making fun of this shit more and more and more and in the open. And it's like we all see it. it's the elephant in the room that nobody's talking about. And it's like. There is a it's going to be like a COVID vax right there. Where See, but the, the problem, the COVID vax thing, but yeah. everyone came up and rose up against it. What's scary, though, is that pendulum swinging hard to the right. You know, that that to me is a scary thought. It's going just as that bad. Ultra, yeah. I, exactly. It's just as bad. But people are like, oh, it's got to be better than this. No, we swing hard, 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 extremely to the right. And you're going to be bitching just the same. Just it, it, you'll have a lot harder time doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's there's no it's the lesser of two evils. And we're always going to bitch about one. Like, you know, I hate winter. So I'm bitching right now about winter. But I know when summer comes and it's 110 fucking degrees. I'm going to bitch about that, too. So pick your 
you know, maybe you just have to appreciate the in-between times, you know, where everything's relatively normal. Or can't it's- we just bring back common sense? Wouldn't that be fun? It's not so common. If everyone well, could dead, just dead. have common sense. Yeah. But if everybody had common sense, we wouldn't give a shit about what other people were doing. We wouldn't care if they identified as something because we wouldn't be required. No, so we do, though. But if they it, wouldn't require us to do so. Now, if well, everybody problem, just think like we do. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the problem <laughs> is social media is real life to too many people. And that's the echo chamber that people get trapped in. And then they bring those stupid unrealistic arguments out into reality you know and that's where we are right now like i mean i love using this little town that i'm in as an example because every monday there's these boomers that are out in the street corner with black lives matter signs or end racism and police brutality signs and it's like guys this isn't something that affects your community so why don't we take your effort and put it to something worthwhile in this community but they're so blind to the greater good and the virtue signaling that they just want validation everyone wants validation for what they're doing even on social media hey guys i had a bad day i'm gonna post this very vague thing hoping that everybody likes it loves it does the care emoji and comments what happened and then i won't even respond just to be really (laughs) Dude, that's such a trope now, too. And people should know that, that when you're doing shit like that, you know, that's something people are. I mean, I guess they don't really care if people make fun of them, but that's such a trope now where you're like, oh, I had the worst day ever. And that's it. I just keep scrolling. I'm like, I can't. I'm not even engaging. I thought about deleting those people. I'm an adult. I don't delete people from my Facebook, but I'm like, I don't want to see shit like this anymore. It's like, well, a yearly fucking purge on my Facebook. Are you shitting me? I'm like, nope, I don't want anything to do with them. That's when Instagram needs the uh, the dislike button. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to downvote posts or or the reaction videos. I say it almost every episode now. I'm tired of seeing reaction videos. It's fucking hacky (laughs) as shit. And it's so stupid. Matt and I are <laughs> thinking about starting a reaction to reaction videos and see how crazy it gets. They've already been done. They have reactions. Reaction to reactions? To- Fuck. Yes, absolutely. It's actually a thing because my fucking 10 year old was trying to research this video game and he wanted review and instead he clicked on reaction to a video game, which can sometimes be uh, it, it can give you some information. But he was like trying to go down this thing and then there was because it was a big producer on YouTube. Ben's getting small, sucked into the reaction videos. Smaller, like, some of them are good. A, a smaller chin. No, I said some of them can be useful <laughs> if you're talking about video games. Fuck you. So a lot, <laughs> a lot of times what they'll do is they'll have like a smaller channel, watch the larger channel's reaction and react to the reaction. Hey, if it, if I mean, everyone's creating content these days. If that's going to get some people some uh, some eyeballs. I mean, dude, some of those things like Jen, you're mentioning like when people are just bitching about their day. It's not as bad as some girl with a big fat ass and she's like doing something that accentuates her ass. And then she's got like some kind of like inspirational quote behind it. It doesn't even (laughs) reference her ass, but it's like, you know, know. it's always darkest before dawn and it's just an ass shot, you know, meditating half naked. But she's like, just love yourself. Yeah, I love the ones that are the zipper just pops her tits out. You know, it's just like, come on. You ever see those ones that come across your feed where it's like ass cheeks clapping together? I don't understand that. What the fuck is that? Well, I see them a lot because I click on them. So the algorithm (laughs) is feeding them to me more. But one thing, too, I wanted to... uh, I think, Ben, you were bringing up... uh, Was it you that was bringing up Charlie Kirk? Yeah. 
So I'm looking into this coast to coast AM show, right? Like one of the OG conspiracy shows. And I'm trying to like figure out like why that was allowed to be on the air. Do you guys know who runs that and who who founded it, who started it other than Art Bell? No. It's actually a subsidiary of iHeartMedia. Okay. So this is like one of the biggest media publications out there. It was Clear Channel. That was a subsidiary of iHeartMedia. And they've consolidated to just being iHeartMedia. And the two dudes that were really behind it, Lowry Mays and Red McCombs, have ties to Blackwater. So I mean, that that's Doesn't like the mercenary now. group that was. I mean, they're they're very very big into funding like the Bush administration and Dick Cheney and all this shit. And right. that is what a lot of like conspiracy people started getting interested in this kind of research and in this these kinds of topics was based off of Art Bell's show, Coast to Coast AM. Right now, George Nori runs it. And um, I mean, all the people that were guests on the show, there was a guy that was a JFK expert. His name's slipping my mind right now, but he was present during the Jonestown massacre. And he was Holy evicted shit. like hours before that because he was there studying it for the CIA. So it's like all these people that were on there, the, the head exorcist of the Vatican was a regular guest. Um, they have and a head exorcist. What a the, like the the head like the one that ran the exorcist department or the uh, exorcism department, right? <laughs> Whatever the fuck they call these yeah, people, it's, it's, it's all fraudulent it's, shit. Secretary of exorcisms. It's yeah, Keanu well, Reeves his and his was. name Let is Constantine. See. Yeah, yeah. Well, so his title, um, I'm trying to find his name here because yeah, dude, it's just it's shady shit. Father Malachi Martin. Yeah, I trust Martin. anybody Malachi that goes Martin. by the title Father. No. Well, that's the thing. And he was he's a he's a Jesuit, ex-Jesuit, of course. Um, member of Opus Day. I mean, he's uh, you know, traditionally just a, a total piece of shit. But and and also um he was the official spokesperson for the Vatican when he was making appearances on the fucking show. So do you think the Vatican's going to allow somebody no. on a conspiracy show that's going to expose anything? No. That's you know what all I mean? controlled opposition exactly so it's like you know how far down does this go right and it's interesting you know it's kind of like we got into the wrong industry if we're trying to you know make any kind of like uh you know solid living or make any kind of money on this shit because you only get to a certain spot and then you're just like basically confirmed controlled opposition at a certain point right oh, so yeah. it's kind of funny but uh at the same time I, I like looking into it well that was actually just brought up on rogan one of the guys that he had on, i think it was yesterday um was or maybe it was the day before. I don't know. It was the guy that started outing FTX and that whole Coffee thing Zilla. Coffeezilla. That's what it was. And he was saying, he goes, that's the funny part is that when you're an up and comer and they, 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 they let it happen so that you can get all your content out there. It's kind of like one of those, like you see a spy walking in your city, but you don't nab him at the gate. You go, wait, 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 let's let him go. I want to find out what he's after. And so you let it happen for a little bit. He goes, and then you hit a plateau and you get all of the pushback. He's a liar. He's a shill. He's a fraud. And then when you hit the next one, because of those two arguments, nobody believes you because you've had opposition from the one side. And now the other side is going, he's a little too popular to be speaking uh, our side of the truth. So yeah. maybe he's controlled opposition. And then you're just fucked because nobody believes you on either side, even if you really are trying to tell the truth. Right. Well, that's that the thing too. Like, what we oh. kind of started with. Oh, sorry. Just that came back to what we kind of started with is 
not knowing what to believe anymore. And right. that's also a tool of that. It's a the propaganda mechanism to make it. It's like Bill Casey said, I think it was Bill Casey, right? That said, our job will be complete when uh, everything the American people believe is false. I mean, here we are. Thanks. I mean, good job. They did a, a fantastic Not job knowing on what that. to believe is just as good, though. Nobody knows where I to agree. look. Right. Well, and that's that's healthy too. It's healthy to I not uh, be dogmatic, if you want to call it that. Like if you just like fall into something like that. Yeah, blind faith right. will get you killed. That's for sure. The uh, <laughs> it is interesting that they're talking about that on Rogan because he, I think, is the best at what he does. And when I say the best at what he does, I think he's the best at selling people a, a fake bill of goods. Like I, I really don't trust Rogan at all. Uh, he's had great guests on. Um, I mean, there's videos of like his mom or his dad and his sister talking about everything that he says is fucking fake. You know what I mean? I like that dude's a total sellout. And even when yeah, he started, you, can his you trust show, that? that? That this is exactly the rabbit hole because right. it, everything now that you view or hear is subjective, and it's all subjective on whether or not you prefer what somebody is saying or you don't. And that's my thing. I. I don't give a fuck if Rogan is fake and I don't give a shit if all of his guests are fake. It is interesting as shit and it gets right. work done faster. Right. It's definitely interesting, but I tend to believe the people that don't have the $100 million Spotify deal. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of trust them because they're not going to put out information based off of certain things. There's that kid, Matthew North, that uh, really did a lot of like exposing of Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. And then this guy kills himself right it was a young kid it was a very interesting video he's got an incredible video what's his on, name uh matthew north okay. not peter north no not the porn that's star that's a whole <laughs> different thing Thanks that's a different that thing pistol pete right what is that that website i think it's like real documentaries matt we talked about it briefly yeah yeah it's real documentaries you can go to realdocumentaries.com i think it is or just type in real documentaries uh it's like a youtube alternative and he has, and that's where I learned about Russian cosmism is that he was saying that Rogan and Jones are pushing Russian cosmism um, to, you know, it's like, it's like reanimating the dead, pumping psychedelics and, you know, narcotics and even like strong weed out to the public and normalizing it and all this shit. And it's, it's wild stuff. And I definitely trust somebody like that, that. Um, and it's a it's a shame that that's kind of what it takes. It's like the witch trial shit, right? Like the the lady sank uh, in the in the river. So yeah, I guess she wasn't a witch. Our bad. She fucked up. This dude ends up supposedly killing himself. And you know his his work is mind blowing. He's a younger kid. Um, but yeah, definitely check out his work, dude. Matthew North. Interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. And like Ben was saying though, it's uh it's so hard because I know you guys have both heard this, but you can uh find anything on the internet to support your point no matter what mm -hmm. you have you do enough googling or duck duck going whatever your fucking search engine is and you will find enough supporting things including official documents medical uh, studies all that stuff to support what you're saying because it's so vaguely worded a lot of the times where you're like no this is what it means and i think that's why it's so easy for the media to twist things too is because even medical studies and scientific shit is so... Well, they don't even have to twist it, Joe. They can just leave stuff out. Yeah, there's that, too. It's That's easy. it. I mean, it's not even a big deal anymore. They, I, you know, People are yawning over at CNN, like, oh, I got our jobs in the bag here. It was so fucking easy to fool all these people. But, you know, here we are just left trying to have these uh, talks and figure out what the fuck's going on. But we got to get out of here. Ben has 
very bad time. I don't know if I have to work tomorrow yet. It depends on how much it snows tonight. But uh, so find you can find Dangerous World everywhere. All you have to do is Google it and Great Deception, same fucking thing, I think. But Instagram's kind of all of our main hubs for our link trees and all that shit. So uh, anything else you guys got before we get the fuck out of here? Any words of wisdom or profound advice? Yeah. Crickets. All right. Dude, you're asking the wrong person for advice right now. Hey. All right, fine. I'll say it. Okay. Okay. Don't be an asshole. Do a lot of drugs if you want. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, my that's closing good. argument is usually use your turn signals. That's it. I drive for a living. <laughs> like just that's it. Just use your turn signals. We'll be good. Nah, nah, nigga. All right, guys. Oh my god, fuck. <laughs> I, I love that. Hey, just for you. Nah, nah, nigga. Da, 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 da. I thought Ben said that for a second. Fuck no, <laughs> Jesus. Like the whitest right, guy guys. here, and he's throwing that around. Vampiric. We will talk to you soon. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.